Welcome, everybody, to What We Do, number 22. I'm here with Max from The Retro Recovery. What's up, Max? How you doing? What's up, man? I'm, I'm uh, good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, for sure. Um, you had a long drive in today from northern Northern Jersey. Yeah, northern New Jersey. Yeah, you said about 20 minutes from uh, from New York, right? Yeah, about 20, 25 minutes. I mean, if if you're going any time during the day, there's traffic. It's going to take you close. It's going to take you like closer to an hour. Yeah, but at, it's like 20 miles, 25 miles from the city. Yeah, yeah, it, it's chill. I, I, it's a cool spot. It's called Glenrock, small town. Sm- yeah, very small town. Um, and I thrift around there. And yeah, I can I can kind of get into how I started. Yeah, for sure. Um, I started with sneakers, um, just when I was I think I was eleven or twelve, and just found a pair on eBay, Jordan fours. I think they were fire reds, the fire red fours. Yeah, from yeah. Like, it would make sense that it was twenty twelve. So yeah, twelve. I think it was the twenty twelve fire red fours. I got like a used pair on eBay, and. It kind of just started from there, started collecting and selling shoes, just not as a business, just right. like would sell to get another shoe, uh-huh. you know, to have funds to buy more different shoes. I was bored of a shoe. I wanted to get rid of it. It wasn't like with the intention of a profit, although like sometimes there was a profit, you know, yeah. and that was like kind of what started the business aspect of it eventually. Uh-huh. Um, I did that from like 12 to 15, 16 and eventually probably around 14 i stopped buying brand new sneakers and stuff like that and kind of started looking for used stuff and cheaper sneakers that i can mm-hmm. buy for like less than 30 bucks cuz when you're when you're buying retail and like a release it's like at least 180 bucks for for a retail pair of jordans uh-huh. 200 bucks sometimes right there's a lot of money to invest so i was looking for something cheaper of was at Marshall's for a little bit, just buying like Adidas boosts that I could like flip, buy them for 30, sell them for 60. Right. Did that for a little bit. And then eventually found myself, like found my way into like a thrift store. Um, and I had been before, like with my friend when I was like 10, uh, yeah, like not much, not many times, but I'd been before we'd look for like jerseys when we were super young. We'd mm-hmm. like skateboard there or bike there and go look. Yeah. But I, I would go when I was like 15 later on and I would go and I would look for sneakers and I found it's weird. Jordan fours are probably my favorite sneaker just because they've been part of this so much. Like, and I found some Jordan fours, I think they're called like the sands or sandstorm, something like that. Uh, they're women's women's release only. They didn't fit me. So I sold them, sold them for like 20 bucks locally paid like two bucks. So that was kind of like that. Whoa. Like, yeah, that's cheap. And Although it wasn't like a big sale, it's like two bucks is like into 20 bucks. I'll do that all day. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't go back a lot. I like would go every once in a while because I didn't think they put new stuff out all the time. Because like Marshall's right. and like all the other retail places, they don't restock every day. Yeah. They restock like once a week maybe. True. So I had no idea. So then eventually I started going more and more and more and more. And it got to the point where I'd find clothes and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I found like a Disney shirt and I found out it was vintage somehow. And then I thought that was really cool because like I went to Disney as a kid. So like there was little ties in that. It was like, oh, cool. This is like a piece of my childhood. And then I figured out it was older. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Then started to learn kind of like what vintage was and would kind of look for it. Mostly just like Carhartt t-shirts and simple stuff disney t-shirts like mm-hmm. simple stuff like that then i found a liquid blue um it was in half baked it's like the dolphin tie-dye t-shirt um i found two of them and i left one of them because it didn't fit me which is just like <laughs> i feel like the total like noob move like yeah. you're just a newbie you've right. never done it before it's like, oh, well, why would I buy two? I don't need two. Like, but <laughs> you just bought it for you to yeah, wear, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kept that for a while, um, just because it was so like cool and it had some sentimental value too. It's right. like, oh, this is my first like cool find. Right, first cool thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I I sold that one eventually. Um, but yeah, then after that, I started going more and more and more, and I had like this job after school at like this restaurant in my town and. I would basically use all the money I got from that job to pay for my thrifting. 
Okay. Like yeah. it just instead of having to use like money from sneakers and stuff like yeah. that, I would just use the money from that. And then eventually I was just, I, I fucking hated working for someone. So <laughs> I, I quit like three months in and then just started like going full clothing. Like yeah. from probably 16, 16 is probably when I was like, eh, not so much sneakers, took the gas off there and just started going clothing. Mm-hmm. And I was selling under suburban sneaker steals, which was like, that, that was the account that was like my brand throughout I think early middle school like late middle school early high school that was my brand and then my homies were like I forget who it was but someone was like dude you're not selling sneakers anymore like <laughs> where are the sneakers yeah um, so that was like kind of the spark of a name change for me uh-huh. and that was like way before I did anything though that was like in high school still yeah so I graduated high school in 2019 um, the class of 2019 and then go to college, Springfield, Mass, um, this tiny school, 2000 or so people, I'm pretty sure 2,500 people, very small, was there for a semester selling stuff. Like I was selling on Grailed, a little bit of eBay back then still too. I don't really use eBay anymore. I have to get back on that. Yeah. Um, which is something I've been telling myself like the past two months and I just haven't gotten to it yet. There's so many things like that. Um, that's just like, Oh, I'll get, I'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get there. It's (laughs) so, yeah, I, I I started my freshman year of college. That's when I really started posting on grailed, started Mm -hmm. making a ton of sales. Like I would, I was at Springfield and then my mom was like super helpful because I knew from like, probably the first month in that I, I was going to transfer. So my mom let me bring like my car to school where like you weren't allowed to. So I had to like get a permit and that was like super chill. So I drive home every weekend, like Friday and I would have 20 orders to ship. Hmm. Cause like the way eBay listings go, you know, everything ends on the same day. So like you're guaranteed to have a bunch. So I'd have like right. 20 to 30 orders to ship. Yeah. And my mom would see that. She's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. she, she saw that she like would acknowledge that. So that was like, for me, not that I needed her approval, because, like, I know she's got my back no matter what, but it was, like, my mom's, like, acknowledging, like, I'm making a ton of sales, like, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. still in school, you know? So, I eventually, at the end of that semester, I come home to New Jersey, go to Bergen Community College for a semester. I actually had a 4 so, Nice. Yeah, I was, I was chilling. Um, getting pretty good grades. I, I just hated school, though. I, yeah. Like, didn't want like I felt like I could use my time so much better uh-huh. and learn different things and I that COVID hit in between not in between but during that first semester at community college so then I went on to online I said fuck that I finished a year started the next year and then just like withdrew from all my classes after like two weeks mm-hmm. of the first semester of the next year and kind of went full in on this like yeah i think i don't know if it lines up exactly like when i left school and when i launched the llc like i got my uncle who is a lawyer and like he really helped me out with all of that i had no idea what i was doing you know what i mean i'm right. just at that time 19 20 um 19 yeah um no idea what i'm doing so he helped me out a bunch get my llc get like my taxpayer stuff and my ID and like all of that set up my website, which took forever mm. launch. I think it was like May 5th, 2020 is when I launched my website. And yeah, that's kind of been my brainchild ever since then. Just like tweaking it every once in a while, I'll close it down sometimes to just like tweak the layout or anything like that. But it's where I upload everything. It's where like all of like my ideas go to. So like, if, if you see something on the website, it's not just there. You know what I mean? Like, it you was meticulously it. thought out. The way yeah. it's laid out, the way like, there's a screen show, you know, how, like, websites can have that. Like, that's in a particular order for a particular reason. Like, uh-huh. it's all meticulous. And I literally say that on my website. I'm like, this is the retrorecovery.com. I'm Max. Welcome to my brainchild. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it, what I call it. Um, but, yeah, I, I went on that whole tangent forgot to even say why so i went from suburban sneaker steals and then when i got home i dropped it and i went the retro recovery and launched that account i think january 1st or 5th but this year was two years 
Oh, dope. To having that. Yeah. yeah. Same day as Leo. Nice. But he's yeah. one year. I'm two years. Nice. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was super dope. I saw his and I'm like, yo, homie, we got the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's but, the um, thought process behind the name change? I, I didn't sell sneakers anymore. I literally Right, didn't. but well, the new name I, I made. Oh, the new name, yeah. So I wanted it to still be, in, like still have ties to the original. So that's kind of where retro came from. Okay. And then like vintage is like, it's always talked, when people say vintage, they say retro. Sure. Like my dad. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, He won't say vintage. He'll be like, oh, that's like a retro shirt you're wearing. Because like right. to him, it's retro. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like he saw it as a kid and like he's seeing it now. He doesn't, when he first saw it, he probably didn't think it was actually from then. Right, you know? sure, sure. He probably just thought it was a retro. So my thought was like, that's what other people who, who don't really know vintage call it. Like they'll call it sure. retro clothing. Yeah. So I, the retro and I, of course, retro Jordans. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That was the tie as well. And then recovery, because like that's literally what you're doing. You're recovering mm-hmm. all of these pieces of clothing that would have either been picked up by someone else or um, donated again, unfortunately, or even worse, gone to a landfill. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So you're recovering these really cool pieces of history and clothing. So that's kind of where it came from. And yeah, um, yeah I've had... I've definitely had someone be like, yo, are you an alcoholic? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, I thought the recovery was that. I'm like, oh, that actually makes sense. I get it, that. It would make that. sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's where it came from now. And uh, I had a local homie, like, as soon as I figured out the name, I had a local homie, his name's Gabe Weinstock, draw, draw me up, like, the the logo. He made me, like, two secondary logos, too. He's so good at graphic design. Really yeah. cool dude. And I've used that to this day, like just ran with it. And yeah. I've been doing that for probably May 5th. So like ever since then, That's I've been awesome. just doing that pretty much every day. We haven't really talked about that much on the show, but I, I love the um, the names people choose for themselves, oh, yeah. especially in vintage. Like it's just so, number one, like everybody who's in vintage is like an entrepreneur. Yes. Small business. Yes. And most of them are pretty creative everybody, in one way no, or no, another. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Argue. <laughs> everybody who does this is creative. Yeah. Because think about it. You post on Instagram, like you are putting thought into that. You're right. thinking about like what you're gonna say, what what it's gonna look like. Yeah. You post your story. People have like a whole feed that they care about. People are really, yeah. really creative. And yeah. like, you look at reels. Like, of course, they're like really redone. People see them all the time. Sure. But you really do see like a bunch of people in the vintage community, like making really funny reels or really cool yeah. reels because they are creative. And yeah, I've, I find that so dope. About Absolutely. Like and I, and I think, and I know? think on another level too, like the name you choose for yourself is such a big step too. like, you know, oh, yeah. sometimes online they can be kind of haphazardly chosen. Like I know, oh, yeah. I know my gamer tag that I picked is like so dumb. And like, oh, yeah. I chose it when I was six and I still have it now, like for no reason really, because it, it doesn't really have any use to you. But when you pick a name for your business, like that has a lot more, needs a lot more utility in, in the name. It needs to be able to do a lot for you. And so it's really cool to see different people in the space who are doing similar things, choose a name that like, yeah, not only will tell people what you're doing but it also has some individual like sentiment to most people where it's like yeah i, I picked it because of this you know? i always like i never wanted something like suburban sneaker sneaker steals that was because like i live in like a suburban area like, right right outside the city it's like a yeah. small town that's like what it is um but I, I never wanted to have a name that just didn't make sense you know yeah. just to have a name like a of course your business has to have a name so like yeah eventually you got to come up with something but <laughs> it was more to to come up with something that i didn't really care if it meant a lot to me right like sentimental wise i mean now it does now but right like, it grow that'll grow on you oh, anyway yeah, no matter sure. what you pick for sure for sure but it was more just to have something that had a meaning like no yeah so when someone asked me like you i had an answer you know right I mean? right it right, right just like the retro recovery. an explanation yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah so, um, so you mentioned being outside of New York a lot. Do you travel into New York at hell all? Hell no. I hate the city. <laughs> hell no. Avoid it at all costs? I hate people, man. So like, <laughs> even when I thrift, like, you know, people go like thrift with their friends sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I'll thrift with my girlfriend sometimes. Okay. And not sometimes, but like most of the time if I'm thrifting with anybody. Uh-huh. Um, otherwise, I have my earbuds in. Like, I'm just thrifting. Yeah. I'm having a good time, like, by myself. I'm not, like, cold or anything. But, right. like, I'm not really... 
a people person yeah for, I feel for the you. most part not that i hate people or anything but i feel you for i did sure. say that but because i wanted to ask secondly like is there a because we we talk a lot about on the show the community in philadelphia vintage people yeah. is there a similar community in new york or in jersey we got one okay. it's kind of like it's kind of tri-state so yeah. you get people from like you do get people from like New York, more New York state Mm because the city has their own community. You know what I mean? Like there's so many staples in the city. You got Metropolis vintage round two is there. There's so many stores out there. Right. Um, more so in Jersey where there aren't as many stores, more just sellers. There are stores, but like you get these people from like North Jersey, South Jersey, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. not Philly, but like Pennsylvania area. And then you get people from like upstate New York. And there's this event called the tri-state vintage pop-up run Mm -hmm. by, RB selling stuff and Aunt Savellos, both okay. like really good homies, really good people, OGs, like pick heat too, like absolute heat, both of them. Um, but they run it and I've just got the opportunity to like join them. Like yeah. it was very small. It was like 12 to 15 sellers and awesome. they just opened it up to 30. So that's kind of the community, yeah. you know, that's when you say New Jersey vintage community, that's what I think of. Like yeah. the tri-state pit vintage pop-up guys, that's guys like... The Comeback Co., RB Selling Stuff, as I mentioned, Van Dam Vintage. I don't want to forget people. Finds by Drew. There's a bunch of people. Yeah. They're really good dudes. Heat. We, we pull heat in Jersey, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Jersey Jersey definitely holds its own in Vintage, for sure. We have a lot of really good homies from Jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like that. that's the sentiment that we've got from a lot of people when we ask that question is like, New York, not so much, but like when you get into the burbs on yeah, either side, sure. it's like, yes, the community's there. And I think that's just like, for sure. New York, just so many people. It's so many people. so hard to build a community. When yeah, you, it's so tight, so many people, and there's so many stores too, yeah. like big stores. I think that's a huge thing too. Not that stores are bad or anything right? at all. Like I, I love the brick and mortars and especially yeah. like just going into a new one that's always sick yeah um but it's more so that there's these big stores so like you don't really get that tight-knit community of like right. everybody it's like you got the big stores that have their stuff and well like and and a unique unique quality of vintage stores is that they're often fed by their customers yep. so when you have these big stores it stops people from having a community where they trade exactly. amongst each other and they're all just trade to the big store and buy from the big store yeah, exactly. so it it kind of um breaks it up in that way where like if you have these smaller stores out in like this area and then that area there's still an ability to like like when we talked on cooper's episode he's trading a lot with ben and oh, and, yeah, and yeah, vice yeah. versa and that works well for them but that's really happening on every level with everybody who thrifts you know i bought this shirt from you yeah. i you know my dad buys from other people and sells to other people 100 um there's that ecosystem well when you have a huge store Everybody knows, oh, well, they got the most money. Yeah. So if I bring them a big bag, there's a chance that they're going to buy everything yeah. in that bag because they got a big purse to just like drop. You spend and they need spend. the inventory. Too. Yeah. And they need, they need yeah, me, they, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and that's, uh, that's nothing against like the East Coast connection. That thing is sick. They yeah. put on a sick event, you know? Yeah. I haven't been out, but I have, I have some homies who go to that. That's sick in New York City. That's yeah. a cool community too. For sure. I'm just saying it's like, it's not the same as the Philly Vintage Fleet. It's more. I feel at least it's like more communal with like yeah. stuff like that. You got the Philly boys and then like at least Jersey were kind of Yeah, represented got, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's it's really cool though. I mean you see these guys in the thrift, it's always like what's up? It's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um absolutely. So uh from North Jersey. Yes. Just outside of New York. Yes, sir. But you're a Boston fan. Yeah. So how that happened? My uh my dad grew up in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Okay. About 20 minutes from Foxborough where oh, the Patriots play. Yeah. So my grandparents have had season tickets since 94. Nice. Um, so basically that's where it started. It all started from the Patriots when I was super young and then uh-huh. all Boston from there. That's great. Just cause my grandparents still live there. I would go to some games like the perfect season when they, they had yeah, the yeah, season, yeah. the AFC championship game, they played the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was at that game. That's awesome. Like, yeah. So my whole childhood was just like Boston sports. Um, and I grew up in a great era for it too. You of know? course, I mean, like maybe the best the era year <laughs> I was born. Tom Brady was drafted. Yeah. Um, which is it's kind of weird. It's starting to get vintage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two thousand is vintage now. Yeah. So absolutely. I got like I just sold. I have one here. I'll show in a sec. But like I just sold one too from two thousand one mm. for like one hundred fifteen bucks. Yeah. It's it's up, that's you know? amazing because that's literally the my first football memory that I can really remember is Eagles. 
Yo, Patriots in the Super Bowl. That is wild. Me too. Like it. Because I mean, I'm sure, it was a different feeling. Though. And the reason I, yeah, I mean, the reason I remember it is because it's the first big event yeah. in Philly sports since I had been born. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, well, that's not true because the Sixers went the to Sixers, the playoffs, but, you but were I much was younger. Yeah, two maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah one, two. Remember yeah, that. so there's no no way I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. But um, plus they had the All Star game too. That was a yeah. big event. But um, yeah, I mean that's the first that was memory my first I have memory now. Too, and now Patriots won that Super Bowl twenty some years later. Tom Brady retires finally. Yeah. How, what are your feelings now? Oh, I, once he left the Patriots, it's not that I hated him or anything. Right, I was but you just were kind done. of done with him. Like, I could finally be like, okay, this dude's kind of annoying as a person. You know what I mean? Because, like, when he's on your team, you don't want to, like, put him down. But, like, right. dude, the amount of promo this dude does and, yeah. like, yeah. all that extra stuff for being just about football, he does a lot of extra stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, but um, I, I still, like, that was my childhood. So that's always going to be there. You, right. You know? For sure. Yeah. But, um, did you expect him to win a championship? With the Bucks, 100%. Really? Yeah, wow. Dude, he's good. He's great. Like, no matter what. And I knew they were going to put like really good receivers around him. Yeah. Yeah, so, they put a great team around him yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. Um let me let me get into this then. Yeah, for sure. Here. So this is let's not knock the mic over. This is um a from 2001. Nice. This is my favorite print. I'm trying to get all the prints. I have like four of the five I know that exist. Okay. Pretty much they're all this picture of him. But different styles around it. Okay. You know, like some are him smaller, some are him bigger, or like with a different like tint or something, or a different graphic up here. Yeah. But I have two in the personal, like three on the site for sale, but like taxing because I don't want to sell them. <laughs> um, Make me sell at prices. Exactly. And yeah, these, I wish, I really wish these were from when I was a kid. Like I wish that they were, but I just bought these from like homies. I think this is from. God Supply, G A W okay, yeah. D, and he's he's a Jersey homie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I freaking love this one, yeah, and I love see. the way they like have the star lights in the background, like he's hopping on the field. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. The double the double Super Bowl logo on both sides. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, they went extra. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. So I, that's mostly what I sell too. That's like what kind of catapulted me into like selling it i would thrift for myself too uh-huh. and then i would thrift to like sell but then i was like you know like i love sports you know i've always been a sports guy so i'd find like this sports shit and in, in high school or not high school i guess college mostly um kids would buy jerseys you know yeah early, early college people would buy jerseys but yeah, not so sure. much anymore as as you get like 22 23 i find right. that people don't buy jerseys for me as much but people still love the sports so like over the past probably two year and a half i'd say is when i really stepped away from jerseys kind of went into like sports vintage like mm-hmm. you know like the tees the sweatshirts the pants the pants are so sick yeah yeah i've always been like starter jackets because those are so cool i've always had like 40 in stock pretty much always like when they sell out i'll get more right just because i can get them for pretty cheap generally uh-huh. and, and just restock them when when i sell a couple um but yeah i pretty much have half the jerseys i had when i started I probably had like 400 jerseys when i wow. first it was mostly That's what i sold like mostly jerseys that yeah. was most of what i sold and i really got away from it and now i just sell jerseys in bulk for the most part right um and then yeah, started to go to stuff like this. So like, Salem, Salem Sports is probably one of my favorite things to find. Yeah, in they the have some of the greatest graphics. Nutmeg, ever. Nutmeg. I really love that they're super active on this account that they came back on really? on Instagram. Yeah, I, didn't, repost, I don't follow they, them. They repost. It's Nutmeg Mills official. Oh cool. They repost a bunch of people's shit. If, Are they making post it. stuff? I don't think so. No. Just It'd be cool if they did. Just kind of archiving what they their, already did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. I yeah. definitely need to follow that for sure. Yeah. I love their stuff yeah. as well. And then another piece I brought is just a very Jersey piece. Nice. I love New Jersey. Um, Sweet. This one's really unique though, because of course it's the I Love New York is the iconic one that right. I think it was made in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Um, it may be even earlier. Yeah. Only on gray, black, red though. Right. I, so weird it's on turquoise yeah, it's so a weird, weird color it's found, like a found this at the bins though that's like a uh, jersey shore color to me oh yeah for sure yeah for sure found this at the bins for like i don't know whatever it comes out to like a dollar yeah let me see <clears throat> it was actually a throwback like someone threw it back oh really and, and landed in front of me i was like all right 
Sick, I'll take that. Sick cracking it off. Yeah. From the, from the screen printing. Yeah, I've had it ever since, you know? Nice. And that that's really just, like, one of my favorite pieces. Like, it doesn't fit me well or anything, but it's just, like, you don't find New Jersey stuff a lot. Right. Um, and then, on that note, hometown stuff. I'm not going to be able to get this out. <laughs> there we go. Since I started looking for vintage, oh I've been God, looking really for cool. a vintage... Glen Rock yeah sweatshirt yeah so this year I finally like put a like in search of out on Facebook and my old chemistry teacher hit me up and was like I have one she gave me that one and then two days later I walk into the thrift store and this is sitting wow. on a fresh new rack for I think it was like two bucks That's and this crazy. one fits me like so much better That's awesome. um but yeah, this is my alma mater high school, and that's like my last degree of education. So yeah, I wish my kind of more meaningful. I wish my high school made something that cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's Got weird though. Cool. Like I'm pretty sure down here it says Seattle. Really? Which is like on, obviously on the complete opposite side of the country. Yeah, I think that's just the, probably the company. Yeah, the company that, made that did the, yeah. the design. But it's got it's got puffy print. Oh yeah. It's got glitter or not glitter, but metallic print. Yeah, on both of those ones. This is like the traditional college, like oh uh, yeah, but they did it for college the high style, school. yeah, super yeah. cool with the crest and all. Yeah, it's got like the yeah, sweet. the heavy the heavy neck. That's one that like that's one that like we would pick up from the thrift, even though we have no clue where Glen oh, Rock yeah. High School is. You know what I mean? Because like, it's just a good one. It's just know? like a really cool piece, and you know somebody went there and and would see that and be like, oh, that's yep. fucking awesome. I just bought um, man, who did I buy that from? Tommy Land Vintage, maybe. I just bought two art show, um, district art show shirts from my my uh district my oh that's cool district that's super and cool i was in two of them not the ones that those, those ones are the <laughs> yeah, ones from yeah, the yeah. 90s that i bought but you were in them like in the 2000s yeah, yeah i was in probably 2006 and then i was in one in high school right before i graduated too so but it's like it's sweet it's like king tut is one of them because it's probably like the year that they found king tut or whatever and or when he came to you know new york to be yeah. displayed and then um What's the other one? The other one's like a weird, like geometry, like math art kind of thing. It's weird, but I was so, I was so, I was like, I, dude, I never would have thought that this even existed. I never would have thought yep. someone would find some of this. I don't know why you, you picked it because you didn't go to that school, but like he obviously recognized it. Like that's cool. Somebody's yeah. gonna want that. And then he put it up on a story in like two seconds. Me and my dad were like, we want it, we want it, we want to give it to us. How much? How yeah. much? <laughs> There's definitely pieces like that. Yeah. Um, it was weird though some random person i posted on my story i'm like finally found it you know like been looking for years and i finally found one in the wild random person from like one of my california buyers this is sick how much <laughs> i'm like i'm so sorry i really can't i'm so happy you love it but yeah i, I can't it's yeah. like for me i'm gonna keep this one <laughs> but since then i'm actually found a bunch of glamrock stuff that's Which is awesome. really weird. Since yeah. since I found this one, it kind of like cracked open the can of worms, and now yeah. I found a bunch of Glamrock like hoodies and not super old, but like how there. how old is your high school? Like how long has it been there? You oh, know, I couldn't answer. Because while my elementary school has been there since 1912, yeah, so, so like my it might it might be a very very long time. My high school was opened in like 69, so gotcha. it's like really new compared yeah. to most high schools. I mean, so yeah. they don't have a lot of. Yeah, gear. Mom, they weren't selling because there's no yeah. alma mater to sell to. Yeah, my mom went to the same high school, graduated okay. from the same high school, and she yeah. graduated. I'm not gonna remember, but <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely been around for for quite a while. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's so, awesome. Yeah, I, I have some more pieces. I think a couple more. Oh yeah, I'll show this later. But these are the. Oh, sweet. There we go. These starter double hoodies. Yeah. And I kind of collect them for Boston sports. I have a New York Giants one too. Absolutely. Just because like local. But I have this. Let me grab it. I don't want to mess you up. You can move the mic. mic. You're good. Or you can pull this up here if you want to. Yeah, that works. And then we got Ooh, they're beautiful. a Bruins one, which I actually gave to my sister. And then, like, I bought it for her, and then eventually I was like, yo, that's sick. I kind of have a collection going, and she was, like, super chill. She's like, you can have it. <laughs> she's, she's the best. Um, shout out, Anna. Um, and then the Celtics. It's not a double hood, but I couldn't find a double hood, so I just went with this starter hoodie. Yeah. And I'm still looking for a Boston Red Sox. So if you have a Boston Red Sox starter double hoodie, yeah. large or XL, hit me up. 
Yeah, Joe. Joe from Past to Present showed off a couple of these in his episode. They're my favorite, dude. He's and got so comfy. He's got the Philly version of your collection. Oh so yeah. So he's got. Yeah. I think he. What did he show off? Maybe an Eagles, a Sixers, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, probably. I think Flyers. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's a Phillies one that he has. There might be. I, I have no. I, I don't. I don't remember what he showed. I've had a Yankees one, so they definitely did make baseball. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. They definitely did make baseball at some point. I just don't know. Yeah, these are awesome though. They're so such a unique garment too to, to what the is made today. It's so great. The font is so great. The 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 so this part is um honestly I don't even know the correct terminology, but I call it I call it applique or like twill. Mm. So it's like a it's like fabric that you lay on top of something and then, and then you then embroider you, yeah. the edge to the secure it. Here. Yeah, um, and then you have regular embroidery on the top. And then of course it's a double hood. Yeah. It's got usually got two drawstrings. Oh, I pull those out. I hate those. <laughs> Although they're really cool, they really annoy me. They look really cool. Them. And they're and they're two. They're usually two different. They're the color swap. Yes. So they're the two like, the two primary colors swap. Yeah. So this one they were navy and red. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and again the like they don't make they don't make they them don't like make, this. They don't make more. anything like this anymore. Like um, someone's got to bring this back for sure. And the the fact that they made them across all different um sports is also yeah. sort of unique because you know they, they did that for like hats too um, they did it for there's one other they did it for which i wish i brought them but i didn't um and they were called different they were had a different name for each one for hockey it was fire on ice it was okay. salem oh yeah fire on ice for baseball it's around the horn for football, it's aerial assault. Yeah, yep. And then aerial basketball. Are crazy. I don't think they did basketball. Okay. If they did, that'd be sick. I'm not sure. Because yeah. that'd be super sick. But yeah, I have I've a seen, couple. I've of, seen like, a lot of the fire and ice ones. They're yeah. they're fucking. Amazing. I have multiple fire and ices. Yeah. That's probably where you saw them. I yeah, them yeah. I love them. <laughs> they're so cool. Yeah. Um, and then finally, this one is super cool. Um, pulled this from. Oh, that's dope. I don't. I don't know what to call this. So. Um, it's a rag house, but you don't have to pay to get in. Okay. What would you call that? Uh, a, a store. A non, non-branded bin, I guess. Yeah, I don't basically. Know. Yeah. So I go in there and get to pull from these cardboard boxes, basically filled with clothing. Got this from there. So this was the first Madden I ever owned with uh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is Ooh, on the front. I got you beat by a couple years. I got I'm the one sure, with Marshall yeah. Falk on it. Yeah, the, that's four, I think. Yeah. I yeah, think so. and then oh six so. is Sean Alexander, right? I think so. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or that one might, I think, or which one was Mike Vick? Seven. Yeah, that was yeah. their seven. Yeah. That's considered the greatest that of all time. I had that one too. Yeah, that one's fine. <coughs> Actually, I also, no, I'm, I'm lying. 2004 is Donovan McNabb. Yeah. 2002 yes, is yes. Marshall Falk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I know my Maddens. I've played a lot of, a lot of it on the Xbox. But back I'm in not the day. a big video game guy. Um, I grew up playing this yeah. and Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. So. Yeah. But to find this, yeah. This was I found it a week after Madden died. Oh really? It was, dude, it was like I saw it in the in the like cardboard box. I'm like, yo. That's crazy. No way. Well you know what the Madden Bowl is though, right? Yeah, it's isn't it like the, the game that they have in the game? It's it's the MLG tournament yeah. for Madden. So like yeah. the best Madden players in the world were playing this and that's oh five, dude. That was a, about that. That's before like e gaming was a huge thing. Well that was a very new thing because yeah. Xbox Live, um, on the original Xbox was kind of the first uh, console-based multiplayer on outside of like LAN stuff, you know, yeah. where you could play on different servers. Obviously, they had that for like Quake and stuff on PC before that, but like for you know casual gamers who were playing sports games yeah. or like GTA and stuff like that, Xbox Live was kind of like the first thing for that. Yeah. And so yeah, this is like super early in that. I'm sure I'm sure there's somebody out there who's really into that. That's this is very. Oh, valuable. I think this is going to be very valuable. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Well, granted, Madden died, so like yeah, people will obviously scoop that up yeah but also just it's one of the first like actual like video games like yeah that that you played yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah. I, it's I nostalgic I, for a lot of people i love video game stuff yeah. i mean my 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 dad pulled a conquer's bad fur day one that i'm obsessed with yeah. it's so cool um we we just saw kevin our guest last week put up an amazing Charmeleon Pokemon oh, Fire Spin. I grew up playing Pokemon too. Yes. Dude, it's it's Charmeleon on the front. It says Fire Spin and then it's got the attack like the giant like spiral of fire across the entire t-shirt. Like an all over print or like yeah, a big Yeah, we got print? we got a show for the people at home. It's it's 
That's wild. It's on his story, I believe. It's fucking awesome. And it got me and Sean thinking, does this exist for other Pokemon? Like Charmeleon. Imagine a Pikachu. Charmeleon the, is like not the, the Pokemon you would pick to do this shirt for, you know what I mean? Oh wow. Dude, it's friggin' crazy. What like, is that on? A fruit of the loom? Um I don't know. It's probably on a Pokemon tag, I'd assume. Huh. Zoom in on it, Sean, so Or maybe it's in the next picture. Yeah, Charmeleon. Mm. But the fact that it's numbered with the Pokédex thing, it's got to be... That's wild. I think more of these probably exist. Yeah, for sure. But they I haven't came out I haven't seen them. What does that tag look like? I think that tag says Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I just saw the flop, those Fruit of the Loom double tags. Yeah, right. They always flop up for me. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Um, That's sick. But man. yeah, I think... Uh, just because, like, I- I've talked about this before on the show, but, like, the 90s was, like, the time for promotional t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And, like... Video games needed promotion, and they killed it on oh, yeah. all the different t-shirts. Oh, yeah, from the graphics time. are just so crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I guess getting back into sports and stuff, like, you showed some of, our, some of yeah. your sports collections and stuff. Is there anything, like, specific other than that that you collect? Like, is there a jersey collect. that you're... Really I mean, I do... I, I try to collect the Tom Brady tees, as I said earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I like outer like outdoor kind of stuff like okay, I, love, yeah. I love Patagonia yeah I love L.L. Bean um what's oh shoot I'm blanking right now um I like flannels like just off-branded flannels I don't really sell them but that, like that's what I collect yeah um yeah just like kind of weird stuff like that I have like a uh I think it's brown label yeah brown label um the North Face from like the early 80s that's just like shot yeah like it's Gore-Tex but when Gore-Tex isn't stored properly it gets all beady really yeah I didn't and know you that you can hear it so like it's <laughs> it turns into a completely out of commission so that's just like I like finding weird stuff like that yeah like Patagonia Capoline which is like the underwear like the is it underwear like this st- okay. it's like long johns right yeah yeah but yeah. before they like look how they do today where they're like super tight they were like quarter zips mm. so like they're super interesting to find yeah i feel like i can see that in like an 80s key yep. movie exactly where they're like, yeah the, and they yeah. have them on underneath they're super tight um you you ski right i ski i i've skied since i mean i've played hockey my whole life pretty uh-huh. much from like eight on i played hockey so i learned how to ski very easily uh-huh. it's very similar um, from probably 15 is when I started skiing with my girlfriend. She took me to Vermont because their family goes every year. Nice. Learned to ski. And then this year, this is my first year snowboarding. That's awesome. And I'm probably not going to like be consistently a skier anymore. Nice. I just enjoy snowboarding a lot. Why, um, why the change? I honestly, the boots were really pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> I, I went out with my dad this year and just the feet were not feeling it after the day. Hmm. Um, the boots and then. I actually, the first time I ever went on a mountain when I was like 12 with my dad, I, I snowboarded. I got like a lesson and everything, but like I hadn't skateboarded, I hadn't longboarded, I hadn't surfed, I hadn't done any of that in between. And I've like, not that I'm good at any of those things, but I know how to do all of those things now. Okay. And I'm a pretty good longboarder, not like great, but I know what I'm doing on a longboard. So mm-hmm. when I hopped back on this year, it was just way more natural. Right. And I don't know, I feel like I could get good at it. Not great but good good for me you know hey. like to the point where i Better can me, see so. the progression of myself so i'm kind of just dialed into that right that's now. awesome yeah that's sweet um, um and that's that's one thing that i love about what i'm doing is like yeah i'm not in school right now but what i do look at this time in my life as is like probably until i'm like 23 i'm like learning you know yeah. i'm learning about not only vintage and what i'm selling but i'm learning about people about life experiences, about like I'm traveling, I'm going to Philly, I'm going to New York, I'm going to like different cities for events and meeting tons of different people. I'm getting a ton of ground, on the ground um, life experience. And then also I have this freedom where like I can go snowboard, I can go ski, I can like, yeah. my buddy hit me up two weeks ago, it was a Wednesday, he's like, yo, I'm going to play pond hockey. I hadn't heard from this kid for three years, you know? used to play hockey together hits me up he's like yo we need an extra head for pond hockey he's like i totally understand if you can't come and like you're probably busy i'm like i'm i'm there (laughs) i played for two hours that day it was like one of the best days i've had in a while you know that's great i think that's one of the great things about like what we do you know those 
Very quickly. <laughs> you know, had to roll the credits. Out. Roll the credits. Roll the credits. <laughs> End scene. Shot. But that's that's really what I love about what I do. At least it's like I have a little bit of freedom. Whereas like when I was in school, like I would have to worry about school and like doing yeah. stuff that like I didn't really want to do. And like I knew it was like I had intro to business my freshman year of college, and I. That's probably when the thought popped in my mind that I could actually do this because it was like, oh no, I've been doing this since I was like 14. I know what like the profit margin is, yada, 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 like yeah, all, yeah, the, yeah. all the bullshit you go through in intro to business. I'm like, wait, no, no, no. I've been doing this. Why, why, why am I learning this again? You know, mm-hmm. because I'd already learned it in like class I'd taken in high school or just from experience, like flipping shoes or flipping clothing and at the end of high school. Hundred percent. Yeah, so, yeah. I I was watching on the news when it was snowing, all the people uh, on the frozen ponds, and I, and they were all in Jersey. I was like, that's really cool. I was like, never thought about that. There's all those lakes by the by the ocean and yeah, stuff, and it's, it's, all through the state. It's, it hasn't been good recently. No, nah. no. Um, so my dad has a lake house in the Poconos. And okay, you know Wall and Paul Pack. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was mentioned in a clip from what we do at one point. That's yeah. how I learned about it. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> that's um, that's my dad has a lake there, and. He, it like seven years ago or something uh-huh. that was the last time we could it froze <laughs> wow. when like the first year we bought it we skated on it was the winter and yeah. it hasn't frozen over since that's so like wild. same thing with new jersey too like yeah. this is the first time i've played pond hockey in like five years that's crazy yeah so that's pretty special reason. though you know it's oh a yeah it's so day. much fun when you get out yeah there. yeah and i went like last week with two of my other buddies and like it was you know that big snowstorm we got last yeah week, last week two weeks ago whatever we went that day so nice. like it was still coming down. We had to put in the work to play, and that is like the most rewarding thing ever, dude. You shovel off your space. You have to make your nets. You have to do all this shit, and then yeah. like, you got an hour and a half worth of work at least before you touch a puck. Yeah, and it just crazy. makes it all the more worth. But the, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. a ton of fun. But I I love that. I love that that feeling where you're just like, okay, yeah, I I love my job and I love what I'm doing and I. I really enjoy that but i just want to go get away for a little bit and i'm yeah. able to do that have that little freedom absolutely you know? um you had a pickup the other day staying on the topic of snowboarding yeah. that is fucking fire oh, the you virgil, talk about that the yeah virgil, sean you want to pull that up Winfield? give me the story behind that because obviously i'm a big virgil fan but i don't know much about that so piece specific, specifically russell winfield is an og in the snowboarding community and okay. granted i'm not the most knowledgeable sure. on the community but i do know this he um he yeah, I don't know if it's on my page. Um, it might be on my story still, if you want to check that out. Um, yeah, I think it is. That's just like yeah, a little piece of it. Yeah, of it. that's the top part of it. Um, I could airdrop it to you if you want. I have like a full-length picture of it. But basically, <laughs> Russell Winfield, uh, he got very famous back in the 80s and 90s, and he was the first black snowboarder, Okay, snowboarder. And towards the end of Virgil's life, he kind of got very close with um, with Russell Winfield, and they started making this together. And it's probably the last project that Virgil worked on. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's super cool. That's super so cool. cool just that, and it's got the Statue of Liberty on it, which is so close to me. And it's yeah, it's just the details on it are insane. Yeah. Um, it's it's incredibly beautiful and yeah it's so cool that that's like one of the last pieces he ever worked on yeah um what was it like to get that like well I, it was weird i got it like it was quick it was the, it the was site doable? crashed like five minutes like i got mine and then the site crashed what what what's that was it on ride snowboards which is, is that just a brand yeah or something k2 which is a ski brand sure um do you have my phone number no yeah i can text it to myself let me find the picture. There you go. Um, so it, it's owned by K2, which is like a ski snowboard company. But okay. they, they're the one who, like, they put the design on the board. Um, and they sold them. But I, I got it. Posted on my store, I got it. Tagged, like, Russell Winfield. He, like, hit me up. He's like, you got it? You got in before it crashed? I'm like, yeah, I got in. And it was just, like, super cool. I, like, chopped it up with this legend. <laughs> just, so like, great. about whether I got through or not. And it came. That's, the, how, it's, that's how it is these that's days. A, that's really how it is. He's like, he's like, you got it right. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I got it. I'm so stoked to ride it. You guys absolutely crushed this design. Yeah, it's so um, cool. It's so yeah, that's the back of the board, and then the front of the board is the arm. 
So yeah. it's a close up of the top of the back is uh-huh. what the front of the board is. Um, and yeah, I mean they're going for like fifteen hundred right now. Really? And not sell- I'm I'm putting bindings on this eventually. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, keep it. That's yeah, gonna ride it eventually. Once I once I get some more skill, I'm not yeah. riding it yet. Yeah. You know. Can't you you ride that in your in the in the video you make with your best trick yep, possible. Yep, yep. You post that shit and everybody goes fucking crazy. Yeah, that's what you yeah, do. <laughs> yeah, that's not for a uh, for a fall. You can't fall on that snowboard. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Um, though. But it was it was super cool to get. It was super cool to talk to Russell Winfield. That, yeah, that was super dope. Yeah. He was super humble. He was like, yeah, this is just sick. Yeah, um, he was super stoked that like people were excited about it. It's so it's so cool and it's such it's so tragic that Frodo oh, died. Yeah. Like it, oh yeah, he especially because he did so much stuff like that with other people. Oh yeah, you know like he 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 worked with people regardless of whether they were the biggest name in the world or like you know just you know tight, just titans in their own on, field. He wanted to that work were good on at cool what they did. Shit. Yeah, he wanted to make yeah. cool stuff and work with creative people and like like he he, he was, was found them. He was simultaneously working with like the heads of giant design companies and also like sixteen year old designers. Yep. And you know he, what I mean? like, one thing I heard about Virgil is he would answer his DMs. Yeah. Like if you slid into Virgil's DMs, um, he would like try to get back to you. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's about like a small a small business or something. Yeah. He's a great guy. Um, yeah, I mean, also shout out Virgil. That was like my most profitable sale ever. I got a pair of UNC off white ones. Okay, yeah. In high yeah. school, during lunch in the courtyard <laughs> for stood, a weekend. You you're like, I got him. Yep, yep. <laughs> Nobody else was hyped for me except for my one other friend, Mike G. Shout out you, Mike G. You're a legend, man. He's like, he's one of my biggest supporters too. Yeah, I, shout I, out. I fit him heavy. He he, he loves vintage now. Um, but he was so hyped for me. And then I sold him same day on StockX. I bought That's him great. for like I think retail was one sixty. Sold him for fifteen hundred. Oh, I mean, like, nuts. dude, if I held them, I would have made so much more money. But, right, but whatever. But it's, still, it's in that's the a past. lot of money. Yeah, so I mean, that was sick. So shout out Virgil for that. And then yeah, shout out Virgil for like he really paved the way for like all these smaller brands to be recognized and taken seriously because yeah. he really made it from the ground up. You know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And he's, his, his work is so simple in execution. So, so much that like it makes people think more about why he does stuff. And it also makes people look at it and go, Oh, I could do something like oh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, Granted, that can be seen in a pessimistic way sometimes where people are like, I could do that. Yeah. But the other side of that, which is more optimistic, is like, oh, I could do that. Yeah. Like, I could think and, I can think and work yeah. in this way and do something like that. And obviously, yeah. he's very smart, but he, you know, I think he, he I think he's really, really special, especially in like, you know, because you can consider him as part of a vintage, of the vintage community. Really. 100%. He, 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 he was, was part active. of streetwear, you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. The, I consider vintage part of streetwear at this point. Yeah, I would They're, as well. They coincide with each other. Yeah, and, um, and uh, yeah, it's just super cool. And they dip into it. each other now. You got people from streetwear coming into vintage, and you definitely have... Yeah. Everybody in vintage well, knows about streetwear. I mean... You know what I mean? I found, about, I found out about Virgil from round two. I mean, yeah. that yeah. The, the shoes started popping up in round two Virginia yep. when I was in freshman year and i was like oh crap like these are really cool what is this yeah and you know next thing i knew i was like this is fucking awesome like, yeah no 100 this is really it's, cool it's really cool how it does it does connect like that um and like it, it's 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 pretty inspirational like you were talking about the simple stuff of virgil i, I that's very very true like i think yeah. you see that a lot and granted it can be bad yeah like you do get people who are just like Oh, I could do this. I'm just gonna do it, like, yeah, and just kind of do it, and it's, <laughs> it's garbage, not, and, it's, and nothing, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not cool or whatever. But then you do get these people that are just like, "Yo, I can do this," and then tinker it and make it my own, and really put all this time and effort into it, and make it a cool thing. And yeah. I, I think just having that that someone who is there, you know, who is just like doing something. Not not that what Virgil did was simple. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I don't want to make it seem like it was. It's something like, attainable. It's something that you can come up with, and it's like you can wrap your head around. Like it. one of the best examples of that, and there's a great video on YouTube if you want to watch more about this. But um, uh, 
Virgil was kind of the lead designer behind the Yeezus mm-hmm. album cover, yeah. right? And it's so simple. And it's so simple. But the crazy thing is they went through like a million iterations of that one extremely different CD. things. Like yeah. they, they, they did, um, they had Kondo who did all the work for um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy do like 20 different studies of different drawings that they could put yeah. on top of it and doing this and this and this and this and then at the end of the day it was like okay this is kind of the death of the cd this is like the last cd this is the last album that come out that'll come out during like the cd, the era. CD era and so we're going to package it simply and you know just put the red the red little tape around yeah. it and that's it and it's got the you know the name and all the explanation stuff around the edge but it's just as blank cd super simple and it's it's a thing that it like it, it's so simple, but it makes you think every it think, makes you think about everything that came before oh, it and yeah. what it and what it represents as a cover, you know, as a CD, you know, and it's also a guerrilla marketing technique where like people walked into music stores and they saw this one and it's an unlabeled oh, yeah. CD. It looks different. So it's like it 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 has the and you know people have talked up endlessly about this, but like you know people have mentioned how it is reminiscent of a mixtape. It seems like somebody off the street came oh, yeah. with forty CDs and just plopped them in the yeah. in the spot. Whereas in reality, it's one of the most produced and famous artists, and Kanye, it, at the time. It's so intricate, doing it that produced way. Produced too. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh my gosh, if you like crank that, you like its connection hearing, to the music yeah. is even oh, there, yeah. which is a huge thing for album art. Like yeah. it's got to be, it's got to connect with what is actually yeah. the content of the album. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's genius, and it's. And it's it can it can very easily pass you by. You know what I mean? 100%. Like you could definitely see that no second second questions. But like even in my work, like I want to make my goal is to make stuff that you can continue to read into, so that when people buy it or own it, they can own it for a lifetime and a still be more. getting stuff yeah. out of it. Like we talked about Pokemon earlier. Like to me, that's a game and a series that I keep coming back to, and like. <laughs> having fun with like I don't play the games like I used to as a kid yeah. you know what I mean but like even finding out that those t-shirts exist to me is yeah. like another little avenue of like oh that'd be I would fucking love to design a t-shirt for my favorite friggin Pokemon character and his fav- favorite move yeah. or whatever what would I make that look like like yeah. or do remember just last to make year stuff like that when you know? Pokemon cards kind of came back a little bit for yeah for that I mean, I'm sure they still hit. I don't know. They do. But they, they came they back do. for a while, you know? Quite a bit. There's that was cool. $15,000 original starter oh sets on, on eBay right yeah. now. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But that was cool. That was so yeah. cool. Like, my yeah. homie who had nothing to do with vintage, like, we were talking about the same stuff now because, like, yeah. all my vintage homies were pulling cards and he's pulling cards now. And it's yeah. like, oh, cool. There's this connection. And we used to play Pokemon, so it was this cool, like, little... That was one of my favorite things about the vintage moment. flea is we had... A, we had some guys pulled up with just Pokemon cards oh, yeah. on a table. Yeah. And I, and I was like, I was like, I don't know if I made mentioned it to it to Justin or Dakota, but I'm sure they noticed. I was like, this is cool. Like you guys should fucking get in on this. It's like, not just clothes. Like it's not just clothes. Like I loved the booth. I, I forget their name, but with all of the all smiles, all smiles vintage or something, they had, um, did they have the Funko pops? Yeah, they had, they I had was Funko set up pops. Next to them. They had June. action figures. They had, VHSs, yeah. they had everything there, and it's just like I could just spend so much time at their booth alone. And granted, <clears throat> a lot to look at those days. There's yeah. a lot, lot to, lot to spend time looking at. But you know, that shit like just jumps out to me where it's yeah. like, you know, it's not just about clothes because like that, you know, vintage is a whole lot. Vintage is a lot of shit. You know, here's yeah. all smiles. Gotcha. Shout oh out no, them. I'm thinking of someone else. I did not set up. Nice is this them, Sean? Yeah, it's them. Yeah. That's their booth right there. No, but that's super dope. Yeah. One thing that I think is super important, I think I think this was, I think Dakota and uh, Justin said this on their episode, like it's not just t-shirts. Yeah. And that's one thing I tried, like my first event I did at Philly, that was like my first vintage event, did that, had a really good experience. But then like I went back and I was like, yo, I need, I need to start selling some pants. I need to start selling some other stuff. Like it's, yeah. it really isn't just teachers. People pull up to your booth and they're like, Hey, do you have, do you have a jacket? Do you have like cool sweatshirts? Do you have crewnecks? Like, do you yeah. have a hoodie? Do you have this? Do you have that? And it's like, no, I don't. I just have like these t-shirts and yeah. like, jerseys. And it's like, there's so much more to it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I love t-shirts. I've been trying to get into more recently. I feel I love t-shirts. I don't yeah. want anybody to think that I don't oh, me too. love t-shirts. Me too. Um, but yeah, they're kind of like that groundwork 
you know, foundation of yeah. stuff that everything can get built onto. Like, I always say, like, any idea that I come up with can probably work on a t-shirt. Like, it doesn't matter what it's for. Like, yeah. it could be a business idea that yeah. I have. It'll probably work on a t-shirt design. Just because t-shirts are just so ubiquitous, so generic, so everybody, anybody can wear a t-shirt. Yeah. Any age, any gender, any height, any weight, anything. Yeah. You can wear a t-shirt. Like Everybody. To basically any event nowadays. I mean... For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, if you rock a cool enough t-shirt to a wedding, you might not get kicked out as long as you got a... You got to wear the suit A, a suit jacket over top of it. <laughs> yeah, you got to wear the tuxedo, tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but it's just that that's just the foundation. Like, there's so much more cool shit to on find top that, on yeah. top of that. And to just dive into and learn about and oh, like yeah. I've been learning about about like denim of my homie Shane yeah. who really teaches me about it and like salvage denim and like yeah. that, that shit is wild there's so much to it I just bought a book from my other homie it's like vintage denim I can't wait to read that yeah. it's like the Japanese archival yeah books, yeah yeah you know? I get Those that coming out I'm so excited to read that yeah. just learn more there's so much I haven't learned I've been doing this for like three four years now you know and I there's so much I yeah. don't know and I that's that that's something that appealed to me about design and about screen printing, but it's also something that appeals to me about vintage. Is like there is no end in sight. No, like no, there no. is no end it's of forever. Like, More keeps getting added like, onto. I'm it. gonna know everything. Like and honestly, you know, you look at you look at like shout out Drew Heifetz. Guy's been in it for you know Ever. his family's in it for like three generations. Yeah, hundred percent. And they're his finding stuff had, out. Had like yeah, vintage stores. And they still find stuff out. Yep. You know what I mean? So if they're if these guys with sixty years of experience in are the still field learning. are still learning and finding new things and creating new things, it's like what friggin', do I know? Friggin', we're gonna be here forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're gonna be able to do this forever. Yeah. So it's like. Um, it's really cool in that way, and and not a lot of things I think are like that. I think a lot of things you get done them, and you're like, all right, well. Yeah. I, feel like I got a good handle on this, yeah. you know, but vintage is like, okay, well now I can explore this other dimension that this I other like part of it. Yeah. Um, and then you never know someday something that you liked in the past might pop up that you didn't know about. And you're like, shit, I thought my collection was full. And then, yeah. you know, there's this new thing. Yeah. There's this new thing you got to yeah. have this new old thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it has become. Like, yeah. I've noticed that like my whole, my whole wardrobe is just used clothes. Now. Yeah. Like, even like, I'll just pick up sweatpants, like even just regular yeah. sweats from the thrift because they're three bucks and it's like, I need a pair of sweats. I'm not going to go to the mall and spend right. 40 bucks. I'll buy a $3 pair of sweats. hundred percent. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So that's, that's, that's so what's up though. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. It's almost time to wrap up. Do you oh, want yeah. to, uh, promote anything else before you, for you I want to say thanks to a couple people. Thanks yeah. to, thanks to my girlfriend, Kate. You guys should follow her bedhead thread. She just started selling. She's Shout been out. like my co like thrifter with me for like the past two years or so uh -huh. you know three years she's really been picking she just started selling she's nice. going to be set up with me at philly cool so come through we'll be there for sure grab your tickets we're, yeah uh, grab your tickets we're for two, sure we're two weeks out right yeah from from the event less, less, less than that weekend. shit they're they're um they're 10 bucks yeah so you know yeah, let's go. Let's get, get let's get it. There's yeah. gonna be tons of tons of vendors, and if you're in the Philly area, it's the place to be. Yeah, um, February nineteenth, people. Yeah, February nineteenth. It's the it's the event to be. You don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. Um, so I got that, and then March sixth, March sixth. Excuse me. I got the tri-state vintage pop up. Where's that at? You said. Uh, it's in Patterson. So it's okay. literally the town right next door to me. Okay, cool. Um, it's at the Art Gallery in Patterson, New Jersey. So come through if you're in New Jersey, folks. Sick. And then after that, you and I have a collab. Oh, yeah. We, we got we, a collab. We, we completely forgot to mention that. Completely this. forgot to mention that. We will um, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you about that next week. Um, if you're watching this on the rerun, go check our Instagram. We should have something out yeah. about that. But uh, it's really cool. We've been working on it for yeah. a while now. Um, it's a really cool. It's been a hot minute that we've been working yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah, a really cool uh, individual take on a vintage classic. Yeah, I'd say absolutely. So uh, it's we had a lot of fun making it. So I hope you guys go check that out. Uh, we're gonna be printing them on vintage blanks. Yep. Um, yeah, not many of them. Not, not many. many. Short, short, short order. Yeah. And these are you know, full old school screen printing style. Yeah. No, no, uh, no shortcuts taken. Yeah. No. Completely original art. You know, original in the. Uh, yeah. Virgil Abloh Bro, quotes. You, you killed the design. <laughs> you absolutely crushed the design. I can't wait for everybody to see it. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. All the, all the little intricacies that that you added, it's awesome. It's very very yeah. cool. 
I was very pumped on that. So yeah, that's what I got coming up. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, no very problem. Heavy. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Of um, course. So the Retro Recovery on Instagram. Um, make sure to follow him. Yeah. If you're watching right now, uh, I appreciate you for watching live. If you don't watch live, just know that every Wednesday we go live at 7 p.m. If you want to be part of our um, our live chat that we got going on. Uh, other than that, like, comment, subscribe, and ring that bell to ring know bell. when we post a video next. Um, we have a big, extra special season finale coming for you guys. This is the last regular episode of what we do for season three um the season three finale will be a two-part extra special day um that we'll let you know about uh this friday again if you're watching this on recorded go check our instagram and find out about the special day we have planned it's gonna be uh, sick it's gonna be awesome but that's it guys thanks for watching bye-bye peace